And we should be live. Hooray. On top-down perspective, yes. Okay, on top-down perspective, good. We did it. Should probably get the chat up. All yeah. these monitors and I don't get the chat up. Don't even talk to me about monitors right now. <laughs> don't even talk about right. it. There we go. How you boys doing? Doing all right. How about you? Good. I'm I'm over the rain. I'm so tired of it raining. It will not stop. Oh, that sounds so good. I remember when no. you guys were having a drought and now you have the opposite problem. I appreciated the drought. You were probably one of the few who did. Yeah. I remember you doing the ALS challenge during the drought. And just like, I was just thinking, this might not be a good thing to do. <laughs> just dumping water. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I hear you guys are getting a ton of snow. I wouldn't say a ton. I haven't seen much in my area. Oh, okay. Yeah, not much up here either. Okay. Um, my dad could be crazy. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. It might be in a different part of town. Yeah. He was saying it's a lot of like, you're getting snow and then it freezes and then it's snow and then it freezes. That was yeah, generally it, the it, last That is week. true. Yeah. Like specifically tonight, it's okay. It's not a lot of snow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't get around to seeing Tomb Raider as much as I had wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I will I sooner or later. Movies are coming out, though. Like, I got yeah. this weekend, I got Isle of Dogs to see, and also Pacific Rim 2 comes out. Yeah. Oh, is that soon? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Or yeah. maybe tonight. I know Isle of Dogs, I could have gone and seen it tonight if I wanted to, but um, there's just there's lots of movies, and I don't know why I would go see Tomb Raider when it's bad. Is it actually bad? I haven't read it. I'm not surprised it's bad, but... I'm hearing like 50s kind of, so I guess not okay. bad. It's just yeah. kind of it, like it's average, like a mediocre-ish, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of what everybody <laughs> thought it would be, rough, roughly. I guess, yeah. But yeah, I don't think anyone was hoping it would be good. Or I mean, the, the producers, probably. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, GDC is happening this week, though. In, it is. Down here in San Francisco. It I is GDC. How was that? Had, um, did you say what is that? How it was that? How is how is that? Uh, I mean, I, I went for one morning. Uh, G- GDC is just a lot like businessier than I'm that than I want it to be. Sure. Or that that I care for. They do have some booths. Well, that'll have some upcoming games. Last year it was where I got to use the Switch for the first time. Right. So I did play some new games. I'll talk about those in a bit. Um. The Xbox booth, or I should say the Microsoft booth, uh, they had this thing where if you get a card at the front of it and then listen to like four different spiels, talks about whatever they were talking about and get your card stamped, they'll give you a free Xbox controller. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'll do this. Yeah. So I went and listened about like databases and cloud computing and stuff that literally was over my head and i had no idea i I could not tell you a thing that they had said to me at at this point i I had absolutely no idea sure my thing filled out um i was very thankful they didn't ask me any specific questions because i would have just been like xbox xbox on i I play the xbox yeah um anyways got it filled out went back uh they had run out of controllers 
Oh, oh no. What sucks, because, like, I'm pretty sure if I had, like, started this whole thing, like, 15 minutes sooner, I could have gotten one. Yeah. I was also there for, like, two, two and a half hours, so I easily could have got one. I just didn't notice this booth until I was leaving, and I was like, oh, I'll just get this done. Here we go. Um, I mean, but, like, whatever. I don't actually need a third controller. I'm, I'm rarely in a scenario for three-player gaming. Sure. I barely use two at the same time, so... But, uh, yeah, just being in those little, like, groups, listening to the spiels, it was, like, there was always one person who was asking questions, and it, and you, and it was just, like, you're just thinking to yourself, shut up, let him finish his spiel so I can get my stamp and leave. Yeah. Stop asking him questions. And, and like, there was always the one who just kept asking more and more questions, and the person would be like, anyone else have any questions? And not a single other person did, because we <laughs> all just want that controller, yeah. and we have no idea what you're talking about. So the the one dev out of everyone there, basically. Exactly, exactly. And and they're asking just, oh, how, what is the cost? What are the differences in your packages? What regions are you in? Does it use this GPU or this GPU or this GPU? Because I know it's only on these three GPUs. And it was just like, holy shit. <laughs> Shut up. I'm trying to get free swag it's, here. Yeah, it's like, almost like this is like. Actual legit free swag. This is like the one time the swag is actually good. What do you think? This is a conference for game developers or something? Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Right. Come on. I am a video editor here to get a free Xbox controller. Yeah. Exactly. Super fan. Yeah. Sean the super fan. I did Big get a Xbox cool uh, yep. PlayStation GDC pin. Okay. Ooh. So I put that up on a cork board. Yeah. Pins are cool. Yeah. It was actually a pretty, pretty cool one. I was surprised. Yeah. It was actually... It wasn't even given to me. It was given to the dude who was playing a game before me, and he left it on the couch. So I was like, okay, this is mine now. What else was at GDC? Um, they had a bunch of Fortnite there. Of course. A bunch of Fortnite. Yeah. And I, I couldn't really understand why anyone would be interested in looking at or playing it when I literally could have just played that in my phone. Right. Like, Well, because Drake they, played it. Drake played it. They had they had multiple streamers there playing Fortnite. One of which I don't know his name. Great. He was so obnoxious. He just kept Wait. screaming. Wait, about a, the game. a streamer was screaming and obnoxious. You don't say that never yeah, happens. No. That never. Holy like, I was shit. walking. I was walking on like a few booths away from the Fortnite area, and just this dude just kept screaming. Like he kept saying "potato" a bunch. Yeah, that makes I, sense. What is it? Potato, is that a thing? Yeah, potato aim. Potato, potato you, stream. Potato stream, yeah. Yeah, it's basically when you are subpar at a thing. Okay, well, he definitely wanted this person to know, this person that could not hear him, yeah. that they were a potato. Okay. And then he would, sh- and then he shotgunned them. But everyone else in the convention floor heard him. Mm, that's for sure. What's your favorite way to eat a potato, Sean? Scallop. Scallop's real good. Scalp's super good. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. I feel like if you don't cook it properly. Yeah, French fries is like the go-to. I mean, there's a reason why you can get them everywhere. What what kind of French fries, though? Ooh, crinkle cut. Crinkle cut. Interesting. I'm going to go. Crinkle cut or steak fries. Really? Wow. Here's mine. Here's mine. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm like, don't even at me. I feel this strongly about it. Waffle cut. Really? Waffle, waffle cut sucks. So good. Suck. Uh, Don't at me. Waffle cut's weird to me. I, I get Don't why you like me. it, but I guess it's it's like a more complicated crinkle cut. 
crinkle cut is just a floppy fry. Waffle cut? You like you can get waffle cut fry nachos. Excuse me? Yeah, that's true. Like cuz they're, they're 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 like basically nacho chips at that point. Yeah. Cuz they're wide and stiff. Paul, what about you? I mean McDonald's fries. I mean, that's yeah. your favorite potato? That's just the way to go for me. Okay. I'm not a big mashed potato fan. No, I'm with you on that. Um yeah. Yeah, it de- it's super depends on the meal, but yeah, gen- I won't just like ask for mashed potatoes as a side. I like the idea of a baked potato and like all the stuff that can go on it. Yeah, I like I baked find potatoes. it just too much of a hassle to eat. I could see that. <clears throat> yeah, I can agree with that. Baked potatoes are one of my favorite things to get as a side from Wendy's, though. Okay, Cause, just because it's different. A big baked potato person. Yeah, but that's you're basically talking about a fast food baked potato at that point, though. Yeah, it's true. I mean, fast food French fries is also his favorite fry or potato in general. So that's true. Uh, I feel like steak cut is good because you get it's nice and fluffy. There's a lot to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will, though, just like sweet potato fries, hands down. Better, in my opinion. Yeah, depends. Not only are they depends healthier. Yeah, that, nice, like, that's the a depend for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on my mood. And there's a there's a place down the street for me that does waffle <laughs> cut sweet potato fries. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yep. It's the only place you ever need to go. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, talking about GDC. Oh, yeah. So in the Fortnite booth, they had a um, bull ride machine. Sure. I don't know what the the full name, what the real name of that thing is, but it was a llama. Oh, okay. I guess that's a thing in Fortnite is there's llamas. Okay. So uh, people could, could do that. Um. What else was at GDC that was interesting? There's always that one area that's like super boring off to the side where it's like, oh, you guys just make like apps, for like boring ass, like cloud computing apps or something. That that side always sucks. The stuff that like actual developers are super stoked to go to that thing for. Right. Well, much. it's like there. Well, there's all there's like areas that are like, oh, here's like engines and stuff like Unreal's always there. Lumberyard's there and they'll have big booths like engines and there'll be stuff that's like, hey, here's a bunch of just like weird tech we have. Like uh, they had like motion capture suits that people could put on and they're showing off how good their motion capture is. There was a booth for like d- d- um, like surround sound audio mixing that Hellblade used, stuff like that. And yeah. then there's this one area that is just like no one hangs out there. It seems super boring, and I can't even tell you what's over there because it's like marketing spreadsheet apps or something. Weird. And it's like it's like the boring people hang out there. Cool. Anyways, and then I played some games. So why don't we just uh? Why don't we just jump into what you played that? there? Well, before we do that, uh, this is the top down perspective. It is for March twenty second. Oh right. Uh, Starring Sean Booker, John Wheeler, and Paul Fleck. Yeah, brought to you by Skype. Yeah, we can talk about what I've been playing. Uh, I guess I'll go right into the GDC stuff. Mm -hmm. Let me get my list up here. Come on, man. It's a pretty exciting (laughs) list if I do say so myself. Get off the damn keyboard. I played some Guacamelee 2. Is it Guacamelee again? It's Guacamelee again. Four player co op. I only played, uh, there was only two of us playing at a time. But I could see how that would get pretty great. I don't remember if in the first game you could turn into a chicken. 
Yes. Uh, I didn't play a whole lot of Guacamelee, so okay. I don't I think know. I think you could at some points. This time you can turn into a chicken whenever you want. The chicken can fight. I don't remember if the chicken could fight in the first game either. Um, the chicken can also destroy certain obstacles so you can like continue to progress. Uh, what I do know that is new is the chicken can get like this feather power up that acts like the mega mushroom from New Super Mario Bros. Where you turn into a giant chicken and then you can just run into anything to destroy it. That sounds cool. awesome, actually. Um, so that was pretty good. Uh, I will say the game, it looks way more detailed and the writing is very good. We'd have this boss fight against a magician, um, which I can't remember many of the jokes, but I just remember finding him quite funny. So the writing, big thumbs up. Uh, I just played like the one stage. Yeah. Um, there was a pretty funny joke where you were the chicken and then you went to like a, you know how they had like the, the, the Chozo statues or whatever yep. the Metroid one is, but they had their version of it, which was a clear like knockoff. Um, so you talk to a chicken god a couple times and it's like, hey, this is how you do like the chicken attack. And, you know, you should, this is why you want to do this so that you can become the winner winner and not the chicken dinner. I thought that was pretty good. Um, but apart from that, yeah, writing I thought was good. Uh, game still handles great. And I just really cannot wait for uh, Guacamelee 2. It just reminded me how good the first game was. Cool. Glad to hear it. Uh, along with that, I played Moss, which yeah. is already out. That mouse game, um, right? It's that mouse game that everyone's <clears throat> talking about on PlayStation VR. And it's it's very, it's very cool. Uh, I only got to play a very little bit of it, but uh, it, it just plays with the controller. No, I didn't use like um, the, wa- the wand controllers or anything. Uh, you, you know, you can watch the mouse and then you, you move it with the left stick and you can make a jump and attack. And I could do things like I could hold enemies and stun them while I attacked with the mouse. I would have to like move obstacles and rotate them so the mouse could get through. The mouse would even do like hand gestures of like, Hey, that thing, you need to like spin it and stuff like that. So it just, it seemed very cool. I I really only got to play maybe like 10 minutes of it, unfortunately. Uh, But that game's already out. And that's definitely like if I had a PlayStation VR, I would I, I would pick up Moss. Uh, I was I liked what I played. Cool. When did that come out exactly, or is it just? I came say it out came recently? out like three, four weeks ago. <clears throat> it came out in February. Okay, so super recent. Um, I can find a date for you if you want. Hi, Might February twenty well seventh. That was pretty close. Yep. That is very soon. Recent, I'm surprised. I played Donut County. Do you guys remember this game? Yes. Uh, for those who don't know, I don't even remember when it was like quickly shown. Some PlayStation event. Yeah, but it's it a, was the Paris one. Was it one of the Paris ones? Yeah. Okay. Um. So Donut County is like. It's. I'd say the closest thing is Katamari. You play. As a hole in the ground. Right. That was created from... Okay, so actually... So the premise is super weird. You... The main character is a raccoon that loves playing... I'm assuming he's playing Donut County on his phone. But he's a donut delivery raccoon. And when he delivers his donuts, 
when they go on the ground, they open up like a a hole in the ground, like a never ending hole for whatever reason. And then you control the hole and you you just move the hole around the floor and let things fall into it. And as things fall into it, the hole gets bigger, which is there's the Katamari uh, comparison. And it's it's like super easy puzzling of like, hey, I need to get this thing out of the way, but I'm not big enough. So what do I need to like consume in air quotes uh, first? Um, and so you'll kind of go around and there'll be like in the first stage, there's like a male delivery person, like a male delivery goose or something. And he's like driving around on his scooter and you get to like, if you move the hole over him, there's some physics where like part of it will kind of fall in, but it's not big enough. So he'll just kind of like fall over so you can kind of mess with them, uh, which you actually have to do so that some of the stuff in his like backpack will fall out so you can consume that and get bigger. One of the stages. Uh, actually, after you finish that first stage, it then says six weeks later and everyone in the town is now living in the underground because the hole has consumed all of Donut County. And they're all mad at the raccoon. And and they're like, but you know, not everybody's down here. Like, do you remember what happened to Johnny or whatever his name was? And then you get a flashback level of what happened with Johnny. And what turned out is a donut was delivered to this place. It consumed most of the yard. Eventually what happened, Johnny was in a hot air balloon that was tied to the ground. Or was tied to, I should say, it was tied to like a, mm. a rock and a house. And then so my hole got big enough that I could consume a furnace so that hot air would come out of my hole and then i went underneath the hot air balloon where johnny was in and it raised up the hot air balloon ripping part of the house off the ground and the cliff off and then i could eat everything and now johnny's just kind of flying around in a hot air balloon i don't uh, love when you refer to it as your hole by the way it's a little concerning well <laughs> that's that's the game um I'm, I'm that game is super charming uh very funny I'm definitely really looking forward to Donut County when that eventually comes out. Yeah, it, it sounds pretty neat, actually. I like weird little things like that. It sounds fun. It's it's definitely weird. I don't know if there's going to be like any replay value whatsoever. Sure. It's kind yeah. of just see like, you know, they're kind of they're, the levels are smaller and shorter than a Katamari one. There's no time limit like a Katamari one. It's literally just I'm going to see what happens when I eat these and what silly thing happens. And then, oh, I saw the joke next stage time. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the writing seemed, uh, uh, pretty good. So I'll yeah, it seems cute. again, that was, that was donut County. And I played one more game and I really, I only played a very little bit of this, Damn it. uh, but soul caliber six was there. Yeah. How does it play like Tekken seven? Cause I'm uh, assuming it does because that, the team from Tekken they said they learned a lot from Tekken specifically with the, like, what I want to know is when the match matches and does it do the thing where it predetermined who won by the button presses and does the slow-mo like tense like oh shit oh shit sort of thing like that Tekken does um, or does it not really so, go for that okay there is slowdown right I can't remember if it was always at the end of a match I want to say it was throughout a match well there's like power moves that you can do now that like, there's there's also power yeah, yeah, yeah there's power moves i should say first off i played one match of this oh okay. it was a best of a best of five okay so i got four fights in because i won okay. the first one yeah. and then the dude kicked my ass three times in a row okay sorry set this up who did you play who did they play i played as keelik because right. you know i'm gonna play with my boy keelik yeah, no i knew of course yeah. you did he uh and he played as grow yeah. 
grow grew the new guy okay the yep. new character keelik had that sweet move where he does like a cartwheel and hits you with both of his feet that's a great keelik move yeah so i was pretty happy <laughs> um he also has that one where he swings it and, and does like a mid-range one and then he swings it below and he does a low run that was a good move too that's in the other games sure um yeah so there's power moves which were on the triggers yeah, uh, I really kind of didn't know what I was doing with those. Just sometimes something cool would happen or sometimes it wouldn't. Yeah, but the game does slow down and sometimes it'll like move the camera so you can really see that this guy's going to get whacked hard and stuff like that. Yeah, um, which the slowdowns were cool. I can't remember if they slowed down at the end of every single match, unfortunately. OK, so. OK, fair enough. How did it, it feel- did make me think of Tekken <clears throat> with the slowdowns? How did it feel with the game? Um kind of motivating you to play more defensively to raise your meter up. Okay, so I didn't know there was a meter. Well, I mean, I for also you. did not know how to block. Okay. Well, that, that okay. answers that. So, um, I didn't play very defensively. Okay. That might be why you only won the one match. Again, <laughs> I, I don't, I haven't played Soul Calibur since like three came out. And I didn't like the single player, so I did not play much of Soul Calibur. I mean, it's fair, yeah. Okay. Overall, what's your general impression? More Soul Calibur, or does it feel like the new, a new hotness version of it? It feels like more Soul Calibur. Okay. For the most part. I'm actually happy to Um, hear that, to be honest with you. Yeah. uh, Again, I played one match, so don't read a ton into this. It felt like, you know, I was playing Keelik. It felt like, oh, here's the Keelik moves I remember. And, oh, hey, there's some cool, like, like flashing stuff going on and some cool slowdowns when I do something that I don't know how I did it. Yeah. Um, so that's not much of a recommendation or anything because, you know, I, I, I need more time to play with a game. Um, but there was definitely things I recognized and I was like, OK, I, know, I remember how to do this attack and <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so that's good. Like. No red flags, I should say, I guess. That's all I can really say. What did that. you play it on? Like, what version was it? Uh, I'm assuming Xbox. We had Xbox controllers. Okay. Could be PC as well. How was... Exactly. Yeah. How was yeah, um, the, like, frame rate and the technical stuff? It felt smooth the whole time? As far as I could tell, I wasn't, like, super focusing on it. Okay. I was more just trying to get Do my- we even have a release date for that besides this year? <clears throat> I thought it was May. May. Or maybe June. May? There's no, There's no way. way it's that soon. Didn't that get announced in like January? Uh, it um, got announced at whatever that thing we did was the Game Awards. Game Awards, oh, right. right. Soul Calibur 6, it just says 2018. Okay, fair enough. I was actually really surprised to see it there. Yeah. Uh, did you get I was to, also surprised to see, did you get see, to see uh, the roster? Far Cry 5 was there I didn't play that though yeah oh that reminds me of something did you get to what see did the, you ask? did you get to see the roster oh they they only had the characters that had been announced and uh Geralt Geralt was not one of them mm. not surprising yeah. yeah uh there was tons of room on that roster sheet though sure everything was all just like question marked out sure uh, anyways, that was my GDC time. I played a few games uh, outside of GDC that we should talk about. Um, the first one, I'll get this one out of the way. PUBG came to mobile. Yeah, uh, you sent me the uh, 
the news thing or the link for that. I didn't check it out though. Yeah, because it had soft launched in Canada. Yeah, early in the week. Yeah, so I was like, hey, you know, you guys, you weren't, you didn't get access to Fortnite yet, but he, it seems like you guys can play PUBG. Uh, and then it came out for everyone uh, a few days ago, which Fortnite's not even out for everyone yet. That that's still in the invite, I believe. Uh, but I played around with that. That game, when you turn it, when you start it up on your phone, asks you immediately like, how detailed do you want things to be, like low, medium, or high? Which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, I put it on medium, and then I switched it to low uh, a little later, or like in mid match. Okay, just because things were kind of like popping a bunch, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't want it things popping in so much. Did that help? <clears throat> it helped keeping like there was let there was less draw dis or I should say there was more draw distance. Yeah, which is okay. what I was looking for. Yeah, <clears throat> but everything also looked worse. Sure. I mean, whatever. Yep. Um, that it just basically plays like uh, Fortnite does on the phone. All the controls are pretty much the same, although I had a hard time picking up weapons without like switching which weapon I wanted to have on the ground without like picking it up immediately. That that was kind of weird. I don't know what I was doing wrong there. Uh, and then apart from that, just yeah, that, they play pretty similarly because they already play similarly, and I still like Fortnite more. Okay, that's fair. Fortnite's just uh, just sillier, and PUBG is I've, the map's too big, I think, in my opinion, for what I want. I did get down to like seventh place, though, so that was good. Nice. Uh, and then the two big releases <clears throat> of the week. I played some Burnout Paradise Remastered. Have you guys heard of this driving game? Yep. No. Let me tell you about the great game, as as many people the call it. The great game. Yeah. Uh, I was actually watching. Are there, are there many people you? <laughs> yeah, it's just Sean, really. Uh, Burnout Paradise, if you don't know, is the best racing game ever. Maybe even the best game, some might say. Well, uh, those people would be wrong. Best racing, I could see an argument for it, for sure. I, I could probably make a pretty strong argument for both, but I don't think that's so. not for this podcast. <laughs> uh, so yeah, remastered came out on Friday, so we I didn't get to talk about it last week because we we hadn't done we we did the show the day before. I'm playing it on Xbox. Everything runs fine. I will say, I would prefer a Burnout Paradise two. Yeah, obviously, sure. Just because I've played so much Burnout Paradise, and a lot of this is like. It, it, so I shouldn't say a lot of it is all of it is the same as before. Yeah. Um. To some faults, there's some faults with that. It's a ten year old game, mm-hmm. and it and and that's good and bad. Like this thing holds up extremely well for being ten years old. There are still games that are have been stealing from Burnout Paradise since that haven't been able to surpass it. Like the closest we've gotten is like the Forza Horizon games, and those still aren't quite there yet. Right. Um. But because it's 10 years old, there's there's some things we expect or would would like to see in modern racing games that that Burnout Paradise does not have. For example, like you can't set custom waypoints. There's no fast travel whatsoever, uh, which can definitely be a hassle. Uh, The navigation system isn't ideal if you're not familiar with that city. But at the same time, that's what they're they're trying to do is they, they want you to learn that city. Yeah. And if you, and and if anyone who played that game a bunch before, they they will know that city. They know in the top right corner 
is like the waterfront in the in the bottom right corner. That's where the baseball stadium is. And they know like which are the good roads to go to and which are the good, easy shortcuts to take to get there. Right. They want you to well, learn. This it. is telling me that Sean played this game way too much as a kid. Yeah. I played this game so much. Like I like I've said before, that that Xbox version, there's literally nothing else I could have done. I did every single possible thing in that game. Or I completed every single like task related activity in that game. Uh, so yeah, playing it again and I just, it was, it was so weird. I hadn't had this before. I got hit with like the nostalgia trip harder than I probably ever have before. Right. When I was like, I was like on the beach, there was some like bad pop punk playing and I was doing barrel rolls over top of people just back and forth over those two jumps. And if, if you know Burnout Paradise, you know the exact two jumps on the beach I'm talking about. They're both barrel roll jumps. And you know that there's the challenges where you got to go in between and then have someone jump over all seven of you. Like, it, it was it was crazy. Like, it was like I was... It was like I transported 10 years back. This is... It's the exact same game. Um, it's like I was saying. Uh, they did up-res it. Some of the tech... The areas do look kind of flat because they haven't they yeah. didn't redo any of the models. Right, right. It does look nicer though, um, but it is not a remake. Unfortunately, it is just a an up an upresing 4K, what have you. Right. The soundtrack is still not ideal. Uh, okay. It does have all the it does have all the uh, DLC. So if you didn't get to get any of that stuff, a lot of that stuff was free. Like the bikes was free. Yeah. Uh, but Big Surf Island is in there, and it's, it's included in all that. It was weird down here. Uh, that game was already ten dollars off one day after its release. Jesus. GameStop had it for thirty. Amazon cool. later that weekend had it for thirty. <clears throat> it's not thirty at the moment. <clears throat> Sorry, it's not thirty at the moment. But I, you know, I'm still, I still think forty bucks is pretty good for what is what is in this game. Totally. Yeah. And like that online mode is still just so much fun. Those free burn challenges, like getting eight of you down at the quarry. Or down at the, over at the airfield and having to do jumps through the the loops, the hoops in the air. Yeah. Like, that is that is my jam. Those are such a good time to do it. You're doing challenges where you and your partner have to crash into each other in the air while going off separate jumps. Or you're all you all need to get 15,000 drifts around this uh, yards of drift around the fountain and you're all going at it. Like, that's some of the best co-op time. I know I'd ever have, and I might argue that you can get in a racing game for sure. Uh, so like I'm, I'm, this game is great. Yeah. It's it, because it's the game from before. And like I said, I don't know how long I'm going to stay with it because I've played so much of this game. Sure. Right now I'm fine with it. I'm just doing those challenges again before I did all like 500 of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of just going at them hard right now. Um, but that might wear away eventually uh, just because I it might just be like, well, you know, I've done this so much. Uh, I don't I just wanted to like dip my feet in again. I don't know. I'm playing it a bunch right now. Yeah. Burnout Paradise is still great. If you if you never played Burnout Paradise, I cannot recommend this game enough. Burnout Paradise is so good, I think. And you guys have both played. It. I think you can all agree oh, yeah. Burnout Paradise is so good. Oh, dude, for sure. It's a good game. Yeah, it's not my favorite Burnout, but it is good. Which one is? What's probably Revenge, Revenge is really I good. Think, uh, I think I. I like three and revenge equally, but I think the soundtrack and revenge is better and that ekes it out for sure. Me. Yeah. So people often pick one of those ones just because they miss the crash mode. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's understandable. I I really like the crash mode. I'm I'm of that camp. Yeah, I will admit. Yeah, Burnout Paradise doesn't really have a a similar crash mode. It does have a type of crash mode, but it's much different. But it is very different. Yeah. But Burnout Paradise is a completely different beast. It's it's an open world game. You are driving up to any stoplight, hitting brake and gas at the same time to start a race. Yeah, and then you can go anywhere you want. You have a destination to get there. Yeah, and like that's how you learn the city and stuff. And that was so cool at the time. It's still cool. It's still no cool. other games really do that for the most part. That's what I um, really like about uh, Paradise. Actually, I really really like that whole idea of like you're just in this city. Like this isn't really a video game necessarily where you like there are travel points or like you're just driving around and then like checkpoints or like invisible walls but and then the dude that's also here is like revving his engine at this light so now you're doing a thing like i don't know it's cool i always thought that was cool and like the collectibles in burnout paradise are fantastic you're just driving around hitting billboards going off super jumps uh you know hitting the 400 smashes and then the way you unlock cars is they'll just be out in the city and then eventually randomly some fast car will just drive by real quickly and you have to like take it down in order to put it into your uh, garage. Like there's a lot to do. There's a lot to do while you're just driving around. And that's why they don't have the uh, <clears throat> any kind of fast travel is you would miss out on doing all of that stuff. Yeah, I actually agree with that choice, honestly. As somebody who likes fast travel, I really think that game would the thing I like about paradise would be ruined with it right i mean they're they were definitely going for a specific thing that i i feel like they did meet but in like 2018 that we have different standards and i feel like the option to fast travel having it there would be nice and if you just don't want to do it then don't like you'll mm-hmm. get more for not doing it for sure but i could definitely see some people being like i just need to get over to the other side of the city because when you get when you're starting to like trying to get those races finished and you're like, crap, I, I screwed up on my like last turn or whatever, and I lost the race. You have to drive all the way back across the city if that's where the starting line was. Yeah, There's yeah. no just like redo, which can definitely suck. Yeah. I guess so, but I don't really care about like, like, unlike you, I'm not getting all 500 things. I'm that's go- the thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to move on to the next thing that's in that area. I'm not going to redo yep. that race. Yep, for so. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know that at, like when I was doing it, and you get down to like I got three of these left, yeah. and they're in different corners. It's like, oh, this can kind of suck. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So that's uh that's Burnout Paradise Remastered, and then the last game I played this week was Sea of Thieves. Yeah. All right. Now I've been super curious about this because this is like everyone opinion the final hurrah for Rare if it doesn't succeed. Yeah. So, what do you think? Sean, why don't you start? Because I have some opinions. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, I've only played about an hour of it. Maybe okay. even a little... No, probably about an hour. Okay. Um, it launched terribly. The servers were completely down. I was having I uh, I, this discussion with somebody that when we were trying to play, every multiplayer type game like this does. I don't really even hold that against it. Day one shit multiplayer i was kind of surprised though because they had like multiple betas for this thing but like were those betas like the actual game they were kind of like event things that they planned for a certain amount of people to participate in right i thought they was it was just like the standard game i don't know if it was a small portion of it 
It was supposed to, it was stress testing. They did stress testing. Yeah. yeah. And there was a bunch of that. So I'm surprised. I I think I saw on Twitter or something they had said um that they got like four to five times as much as they expected. Yeah. Uh which I'm sure also was part of because it's like the first real game uh for free in the Xbox Game Pass. Well uh, like let me stand up for them a little bit here. They were doing rollout at midnight for every location. What this meant, because the Microsoft store is tied to your computer-like time, a lot of people in the U.S., like streamers and people that were super excited and stuff, got into this game on Australian time. So instantly, they have like five times the amount of people that they were expecting at this time. And then it just continues on and snowballs from there, right? I I had heard it had been fine for most of the day until the american servers started going up right because at that yeah. point it That's was legal. all it was all over and they got so many people from that yeah, yeah. um i mean so yeah you know shit shit happens yep. unfortunately I've, i only played that night and i did get in pretty late that night i think it was around nine o'clock i finally was able to get a match with some randos sure um so what i will say is i had a good time yeah okay um I'll just talk kind of about like what I did for that hour. So I got in with three randos and we all had headsets and we were all like helping each other out. So, Oh wow. My, (laughs) yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Like they were, they were some good guys. Um, I will say that game is very confusing from the start. And part of that is my fault because since I joined someone else's game, I didn't get to see any kind of like tutorial or beginning section whatsoever. I just immediately appeared on a ship and then had some people talking and it was I was like, whoa, uh, hey, where are you guys? And they're like, oh, we're on the island. And I had to jump off the ship and swim to the island. And they were off doing like a random quest. So I, I all my info I had to get from them. If they weren't there, I just would not know how to do anything, really. Like I had to ask, sure. like, how do you how do you see the quest? Oh, you need to hold down right bumper. And then when you do that, I had three different like maps in whatever inventory that was that I somehow had. And they said, oh, we're doing the one at the top. So yeah. again, they don't the see if these wasn't telling me anything, which was, which was daunting. Luckily I had these people. I don't know how I would have done it by myself, but, um, with the help of the people I was playing with the quest system's pretty cool. You basically pick up like a, a scroll and there's a riddle on it. And then you need to find on the Island where this riddle is. So the one we had, these all rhyme by the way, which is, which is pretty fun. Um, the, it was something like on the, where the shipwreck lies, something 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 and we go to there and then once you get to that spot the next part of the riddle like forms on the page so we had to like move around the island until we got to where the treasure chest was and then we took the treasure chest and we put it on our ship and we and we uh sailed away and we did that for a couple different islands one of which had a ton of uh skeletons and boss skeletons which was a good time i will say one of my favorite parts though is while we were sailing to that island i just whipped out my accordion and everyone else did too and we were all playing music together. Yeah. And that was delightful. That was that does sound the first good. couple so times nice. you do it, I will say. After yeah, that, I don't it know how many times anymore. I'm gonna go out of my way to be like, come on, come on, take out your accordion or whatever that other instrument is. I have no idea what that thing is called. It never reaches that same peak again because you realize <laughs> how few shanties there are. Yeah, okay. I, I have no idea how many shanties there are, but I just love that when you start playing it, the other person, like, it'll harmonize. Yeah, I like and that, And they'll too. be playing with each other as opposed to just we're all playing, 
like the same part of one song, they'll do like, oh, I got yeah. the backup part. Not that you get to pick or anything, but it's super quality the way they did that, where you can join in and like play together for sure. Yeah, uh, it, like I said, it was just I was even saying aloud like this is utterly delightful. This is so great. And like I didn't exactly have a role on the ship while we were sailing. So I was just walking around the person who was drive steering the boat, just playing the music. And it was just like a good time. Um, yeah, so we fought some skeletons and then they're like, hey, we need to take it back to the outpost. And they had to explain to me, like, how you look at the map underneath, like, in, like, the captain's quarters and how you, like, vote for quests and stuff. Um, So we go to the outpost and you have to one by one carry your chests there, which I can definitely see in the future is going to be like a hassle going kind of back and forth to your ship. That's kind of the thing I see coming up fast that I'm not going to like is how, like like hard they are towards like no no you you can't carry a, a million things in your inventory because that's not realistic like for your gun you can only carry five bullets yeah and then you mm. need to go back onto your ship and load up five bullets yeah and then go back out so if you're in the middle of a fight like which we were at one point it had to be like i gotta leave you for a bit i need to swim back to our ship get five bullets and then come back like there is like a lot of the time in this game is going to be you going back and forth from your ship uh, so anyways, where I was, we got to the uh, outpost, we were turning in some chests, a rando dude showed up and killed three of us. Nice. Now, when you, now when you die, you, you come back on a ghost ship, yeah. which is awesome. Like you're in the underworld on a ghost ship and like a skeleton ghoul yeah. is driving the ship. I don't know if you're in like Davy Jones's locker or something. That part's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, then uh, like a door opens on the ship and you, and you portal warp back your way to real on onto your ship in the in real life. But while we were down there, we were like, "Oh crap, he's gonna steal all of all of our chests and all of our skulls that we collected." Um, but the one guy who was alive killed him, and so that guy showed up on our ship, and we were like, "Ha ha, you're de-, or showed up on the ghost ship," and we were like, "Ha ha, you're dead too." Uh, and then that fourth guy in our group went and sunk that guy's ship. Nice nice um and then we turned in all of our chests and stuff and that's basically where i ended it so i had a pretty good time sure uh what what was your experience with it paul uh because the servers were garbage i chatted with a friend while i played solo so everything that you said you had to be taught i learned myself um which is fine it's pretty self-explanatory you put the sails down to catch the wind and you raise the anchor and how to like so there was Bucket no stuff. instructions? None. No. I figured it all out that's, by doing that is, stuff. That, that's, that's, that seems rough. That does seem really bad. But it's really not bad because it's like, well, I need to know where I'm going. I guess I'll look at this giant map. Like, it's all very simple, self-explanatory stuff. You need to set the sails down to catch wind. Like, it's basic. There's nothing really complicated or obtuse about it. What's obtuse is finding where <laughs> you put the sails down because it's a rope. So in in your one person ship, I think is like probably a good way to learn all that stuff because everything is like pretty close to each other. So you can run around and do everything you need to pretty easily. So that's basically my first night was playing solo. And um, I did end up running into another dude and then just let him be. And then I was like, no, wait, fuck this shit. And then chased him for a bit. Fired the cannons at him, missed because those cannons are impossible to aim with the waves moving your ship around and stuff. Um, 
and then just did a bunch more solo stuff and realized that this game is fucking boring as hell when you're not with people. It's So how did you know to like go on quests or like where did you get quests from? You talk to people. NPCs give them to you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cuz like I said, I just showed up and I just had some. Oh. Oh, weird. You just like loaded in with I mean, some. You did join someone's game, so yeah. Like I, I joined someone else's game and yeah. they were just mid quest, so I was like I Oh, so you probably what got doing? whatever they were on. I would assume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I had no idea anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, you just talked to them. Did you talk to any of the NPCs and find like the different stuff you could buy for like your ship or your different beards and all that sort of stuff? No, we only got to the outpost, traded our stuff in, and then it was at that point it had gotten pretty late. So I was like, now's a good time to call it. Gotcha. Uh, I need I need to like really sit down with that game. I just yeah. haven't had a lot of time. Yeah, I think I need to get a crew of four people together and really just play a full night of it before I make any real judgments because I kind of played here and there with randos. And my random experience was the type you hear about when people say that online communities are fucking garbage and bullshit. So I won't go too far into them. But basically, it dealt with a lot of people screaming into the mic, a lot of stupid <coughs> kids just like squeaking whatever bullshit they were doing. And you can hear everything going on in their background, including the game being picked up by their headset because their TVs were too loud or they're too close to them or whatever. Or they were using a Kinect. Or they were, or yeah, connect. Yeah, with. or they were using a connect. That's true. <clears throat> like my rando experiences were fucking garbage, so I won't do that again if I can help it. Um, I, I really lucked out. Yeah, no, you really did because it's pretty rare that you find a group of three dudes willing to just like let's just play and like be merry and do the pirate thing and yep. not just like scream obscenities <laughs> at each other just shit like that um yep, yep. but yeah i don't know man i i need to play more with people in like a discord chat or whatever because i don't love the voip either i think it's pretty bad i'm playing it on pc so um it has crossplay, which i appreciate it so does like, have we can play together which, which yeah. is nice yep um I fucking hate the way you, like, do the invite stuff on PC because it's, like, through the Xbox app, and the Xbox app is weird on PC. I just don't oh, like okay. how it does that. Because, obviously, right. it's made for console. Um, But I think for the price of a free 14-day trial for Game Pass, it is fine. Right. Yeah, you can definitely just try this out for two weeks. Yeah. Otherwise... Uh, you can just subscribe to the Game Pass, yeah, and then it's ten bucks a month. Yep. Uh, which th- it, this is kind of the perfect game for that because this game wouldn't really work if there was like no one else there playing and like Agreed. entering mm-hmm. into your game, so that you could like try and loot them and not shoot their ship and whatnot. Yeah. Like I, do you think that's the main reason they pushed it so hard? Is because they thought it was dead in the water otherwise? It is otherwise? dead in the water otherwise. The solo, the solo, that game solo is garbage. There's nothing to do. It's not fun. It's like the quest, like Sean said, are kind of tedious and like whatever because of like the way you move around that game and do stuff. So doing it solo kind of sucks. And then fighting skeletons is shitty when you don't have other people to help you with it or to like, yeah, I don't know, man. It makes sense why they're pushing it because they need people to just fill that game and like be a part of it for sure. 
So I'm hearing a lot of people are kind of disappointed in this game because it's from what it sounds like. Um, and I can't speak one way or the other, but it kind of seems like I could see a bit of their argument from the little bit I played uh-huh. is there isn't any like real progression or direction to why you're doing mm. anything. It's literally just you're going to go to this island. Right. You're going to do the, You're going to go through around the riddle. You're going to find the chest. You're going to you're going to fight some skeletons while you're doing it. The only enemies are like three different types of skeletons. Right. And then you're just going to kind of rinse and repeat. Like there's no like story mode or anything from what it sounds like. Right. Um, it it kind of sounds to me the vibe I was getting from how people are reacting to this game compared to what they wanted it to be and what it actually is, is No Man's Sky. Um, But there was a thing in No Man's Sky. People were trying to get to the center. Like there was at that, least that, that is thing. like the that is like the smallest bit of like. Right, but direction. It, but it was a thing. There's no direction. That's still direction. Right. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> I mean, if we're just gonna boil down what's good and bad about this game, it's simply that Sea of Thieves is really good sailing and like shit, like a little playground to play with your friends. Like, as like, a th- if you're getting it thinking I'm gonna like level up my pirate and do like these grand adventure things like you're probably going to have a bad time. It's really there to just well, I don't, hang I don't, out with you your friends. You can't level up your pirate, right? Right, exactly. Like if you think that you're going to really do anything but just like fuck around with your buddies for a while and chat and maybe like do some RP or something, <laughs> like you're going to be disappointed. That's all it is. It's really just a sandbox to do like kind of whatever like basic stuff you want to do in it yeah that's that's what kind of scares me because like i i knowing myself i i would kind of need some kind of progression or some some kind of force pushing me to or like a goal i should say i need some kind of goal right um so like it it has a strong first impression and that's great and like i i had a like a perfect time in my first in my first playthrough or my first uh, time playing um but like you're let your pirate doesn't level up you don't get stronger I don't think you get like better equipment or anything like that. I think you can <clears throat> just get different clothes. You can't even see your pirate. Right. So I don't know why getting different clothes really matters that much. I mean, that's a status um, thing. I know. I, I mean, like other people get to see you, but I would still like to see me. I, sure. I don't get to see my pirate when I'm playing the game. Sure. Yeah. Um. So it's like, I don't know how much more I'm going to want to play th- this because there's only going to be so many times I want to do the same chat or uh, quest or not the same quest. I want to do the same style of quests and still get no real reward for it. Yeah, no, totally. I agree with you. So I'm, I'm worried and they're going to, they're going to hold, they're going to be like working on this game for a while. It probably yep. sounds like, like Microsoft is pushing it hard. This is rare's only game at the moment. So I'm sure they got a lot of support coming. Sure. I would hope that they're, that they're going to put more into it. If, if it does run shallow, Hopefully they look to Ubisoft that has been supporting their games for like full years or two after those games have come out to great success. Yep. Um, but again, I should all say, you know, take this with a grain of salt. I played an hour of it. Maybe I'm, uh, I will adore what I'm doing in this game. I, I don't know. Well, I looked it up on Metacritic right now and it's not reviewing the best 67 out of eight reviews. So that sounds about where I would put I it. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling you're not the only one in that thought process then, Sean. I feel like maybe yeah. we're not part of the demographic this is for. 
I feel like this is the type. But then who is the demographic? Eight-year-old kids that want to do something after school and play together on their Xbox for a little bit. But there's not even, like, much to do that's different. Like, you do the one quest type. Sorry, one quest type over and over. Yep. And it, like it's also T for teens, so it can't be that demographic, <laughs> well, where it's oh, right. not supposed yeah, to yeah, be. I yeah. got you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, just because the, if if it is for a kid, doesn't mean the game needs to be bad. But I mean, like, it, those kids are playing Fortnite. There's stuff to do in That's Fortnite. That yep. is easy. Like, th- there are definitely games I was playing when I was a kid that had progression in them. Yep. Like, it, it, like yeah, it, it just seems like a bit of a weird product, and it, it like it seems like a super low key game. Which is why I'm, it reminds me so much of No Man's Sky is sure. people thought they were going to be going into all these quests, all these dogfights, blah, 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 blah. And it turns out it was kind it was just a survival game and you were just supposed to kind of enjoy being on the planet. And this the, and Sea of Thieves seems like you're just supposed to kind of enjoy being a pirate right. and being on these like islands. And, uh, and and it just turns out to like who knows how long that'll hold each person. I will say though that really doesn't sound like it's enough though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, again, I, I for myself it probably won't be enough. At the moment, it's fine. Again, but I've only played an hour. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it'll be different for different people. There, I know plenty of people that were really into No Man's Sky. Sure. And No Man's Sky is actually a good example of them continuously updating it. Yep. Um, and putting more stuff in there. I haven't played it since they did any of it, those updates, but I they've I, added I, a I lot. Was watching the pat. Yeah, I know they added a bunch of progression and story related kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, like. I want this game to get good because it looks gorgeous and I just love the whole style and like like it has a look it has a feel like you can see rare in it and like there's crazy things like if everyone pulls out their instruments they're all going to be playing it together a a pirate sea shanty while you're on this ship like it's great like there's so many like cool things about it when you die you go on a ghost ship like there's a lot to like I I just want to be like pulled into the game more. And I hope I do get that chance. Yeah. It made me actually want to go back to Guns of Icarus because the things I like about Sea of Thieves is the stuff that is what that thing does. Where Sea of Thieves, I think when you have your crew, you have somebody like in the crow's nest, like telling you where to go. You have people down below yelling up like we need to go east, west, north, whatever. You have somebody steering the ship, somebody controlling the sails. And I really, really like that sort of thing where um, they there's multiple people controlling a vessel and having to work together in this co-op way. And that's what Guns of Icarus, to me, actually does like well because it's like a uh, dogfighting game with blimps where you all have to do a thing to control the blimps and fight and stuff like that. So basically, it just made me want to play a better thing that I like, like a thing I like more that uses some of that stuff in it. Basically. I don't think I'm going to go back to see if thieves without three other people. Like I'm not okay. going to go back in solo. There's no way. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's all I've been playing. Okay. I'll just pick up from there because I've been playing sea of thieves as well. Um, I started ghost of a tale you know this game at all ghost of a tale i can't remember who made it it's basically the other that, mouse game the mouse thing it's yeah, the okay. other mouse game yeah so 
I think Moss is more of a cutesy, like, adventure-type mouse game. This is more of, like, a wind-in-the-willow stealthy mouse game where you are captured by the rats or, like, who are the, like, fire nation or whatever. They're the, like, bad kingdom or whatever in this world, right? And you're trying to, like, find out what the captain of these rats did with your wife or whatever, and you're, like... I don't know. You're stealthing around. You break out of prison and you're stealthing around this like area and you're just like putting together what happened through pieces in the world and meeting different people and talking to them and that sort of thing. So it's a stealth adventure and it's kind of cool. I don't know how much I like games that are pure stealth all the time. If you know what I mean, where like, I'm not a big stealth fan. Where you can't fight back at all. Like, I I don't mind it in stuff like Metal Gear or whatever, where they kind of want you, they motivate you to use stealth, because the odds of you, like, getting through it otherwise are overwhelming, and it's harder. But, like, I... It's still optional, right? Though. Is that your point? Yeah, whereas this, it's like, when you get spotted by the rats, they walk after you at a brisk pace, and you run away and hide until they go away, and then it just feels like you're kind of stuck, just like, I don't know, you're in this thing where you're wanting to explore the area, but you're waiting for things to move by, or running away from them, hiding, and then going back. It just slows down the pace in a way I don't like, and I think that's my biggest problem with this game, because everything else is fantastic. I think the characters are well done. I think the writing is really charming and kind of funny in spots. I think the world that they're building is super interesting. I want to learn more about it. It's just, I don't want to slowly walk behind rats and then hide in a corner for a minute and then keep walking slowly. Like I kind of, this game does so much well that I want to really dive in. And I feel like the mechanics of it are holding me back from it, which is kind of a bummer. That is a bummer. Yeah. But yeah, that's, um, I don't have a whole lot to say about that because it goes into spoiler territory pretty quickly. And, um, yeah, I don't really, for anybody who might think it's interesting, I don't want to really give any of that stuff away. I will say it's probably like already a solid six or seven though. Like it's mediocre, it's higher than mediocre. So if you want to try a mouse game, this or Moss, uh, that's Ghost of a Tale. No, I'm about... I don't know. I can't really open the thing here, but it's a few. I'm a few hours in. I ask because, like, do you plan to play more of it? Yeah, I almost want to just watch somebody else play it because I okay. don't want to do the playing part, but I want to see more of that thing. If that makes sense. Okay. Yep. No. John, what have you been playing? I actually have finally gotten to play Super Hot. Actually, I played a bit of this too recently i played i really? played this on the pre-show last week oh weird oh right because this was uh the free game exactly on Xbox. yeah oh and I the f- had, well i mean i had it be- i played it before that but i just mean like i also played it recently for me it was the free thing off twitch prime it was also oh right also i forgot it was also yeah. that yeah. it was just free was just everywhere free. then is it because of the kickstarter or what maybe i don't actually know what kickstarter uh i forget when the kickstarter for the sequel was or the threequel i guess I have no idea. The, the the third super hot game. Is there a third super hot game? Either way. 
Yeah. Super hot, super hot VR, and now random read-only memories or random access memories? I forget. That that that's not a super hot game, right? Yes, it is. It's called Super Hot Random Access Memories. Maybe I'm thinking. About yeah, read-only memories is a visual novel that came out a couple that's years ago. That's what I'm thinking of. It's a different thing. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but it's like some similar name. Also, to that. people should check out read-only memories because it's like super good. Just as a side note. Random Access Memories is the name of that Daft Punk album. <laughs> I know, and I was listening to that recently, which is why I hesitated to say that was the name. Okay, I'm going to try and look up what you're looking at. Anyways, had, this is the first time you played Super Hot? Yes. How, how do you like Super so Hot? So I basically beat it in one sitting. Oh, you're thinking it was really good. Super Hot Mind Control Delete. Oh, not even close then. <laughs> Never mind. I think I saw the disc and I was like, oh, it must be Random Access Memories or Read Only Memories. But yeah, no, uh, that was really fun. I somehow went into that pretty blind, and I was actually really glad that I did. Like, you didn't, that you was didn't know what Super Hot was? Well, no, I knew what Super Hot okay. was, but I didn't know where the plot was going to go. Okay, is what I'm I actually say. don't know where the plot goes. I've never finished Super Hot, despite it being like a two-hour long game. Really? I thought you did. Or was I thinking of Nathan, Nathan. that got super into Super Hot? Yeah. Maybe Nathan. That must be it. That game, yeah, that game's only like two hours long. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I have heard it but i don't remember it at the moment i do know it goes to some weird spots it really does and i hear the vr like, one it, which is like the sequel uh yeah kind of goes to also some weird spots that does not surprise me it was really enjoyable though uh mind control delete is coming out autumn of this year and it's kind of a roguelike it's procedurally generated stages deeper longer roguelike that it makes announced sense. on december 7th Oh, I didn't know about this. Cool. Did you play this for uh, game clearing by chance? Uh, Yeah, it was a mod choice, and one of my mods wanted me to do super hot, so I went for it, and I'm really glad I did. That's a good choice. Because there was a bunch of, like, some of it was, like, really weirdly hard, but, like, sometimes it felt unfairly hard. Yeah. But not to the point where I just started screaming, really. Like, just like, oh, man, what do they want me to do in this part? Sure. Yeah, I find it's usually just like a I need to rethink my strategy here. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do like that. It basically marketed itself as a first person shooter puzzle game because yep. that's exactly what yep. it was. Yep. Exactly. Yep. The one thing I couldn't get down, though, and I don't know if you guys did, I could never get used to like meleeing bullets. Yeah, not really. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I I threw stuff at bullets. That's perfectly sure. fine. Yeah. Or shot other bullets. But like I never katana slashed a bullet. Mm. Okay. I've I've definitely thrown stuff. Yeah, I'm the same with you. I don't know. It was really fun to play through. Uh, I liked where the story went, and the gameplay was really good. But I don't know if I'm going to go and like do the endless modes or anything like that. It's also yeah. real good when you finish a stage and it says super hot over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a stylish that was, that game. Was really enjoyable. Super stylish. Uh, otherwise, we played... Uh, last night, we did a bunch of different races on stream. Okay. So we ended up racing Barbie for the NES. We raced uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh, man. We raced Mighty Final Fight, and we raced Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Yeah, makes All sense. Right. How was how Barbie? It it exists. Okay. It's really bad. Yeah. To, to no one's surprise, it's really bad. Yeah. Well, which was your favorite one to race? Um, 
Probably Mighty Final Fight, honestly. It was pretty fun, except for, like, the last stage got, like, surprisingly rough compared to the rest of the game. Okay. Like, each stage up until the final stage had one boss, and then suddenly the final stage had you fight three bosses, which were just the other bosses. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know. Do uh, these count for game clearing? Uh, Mighty Final Fight did, and so did Super Hot. But the other three I had beaten before. Okay, it has to be new games? Yeah, it has to be games I've never beaten before. The, oh, that you've never beaten before? Just, yeah. Ever or on stream? Ever. Okay, all right. What does that put you up to now? Uh, this year, I think we're at 24, and our goal is 64, right. so we've got about 40 to go. Cool, 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 cool. Other than that, that's pretty much all I've been playing. All right, this is going to be a long episode. Let's go on to some news. Hori, everyone's favorite peripheral maker, yep. is making their own series of left Joy-Cons. Dope. So that they have a D-pad. Yeah. Uh, however, they will not have the gyro sensor, acceleration, or the vibration features. That... Wow. Why Why then? Because now you get a D-pad. Is, is that a worthy trade? You get to miss out on HD rumble. Um, depending on what I'm playing, absolutely. But... Yeah, I feel like this will be like... Oh, this is my... Instead of your fight stick, it's your fight Joy-Con. Mm, your fight con. Yeah. I mean, Hori makes a good fight stick, so... Uh, it looks like they are going to be priced around 25 bucks American. Huh. Which is... Isn't that way cheaper than a Joy-Con? Yeah. Yeah, very. Um... I guess all that uh, money came from that HD yeah. Rumble. I guess price. so. Anyway, no word on when that's happening, but that seems like something that should happen. Yep. Yep. Uh, there is a Nintendo and Nindies right. showcase. Yep. Which is a fancy way of saying uh, indie games on the Switch. Yep. Uh, let's see what they announced. It's a bunch of ports because it's the Switch. Yeah. Uh, we got Mark of the Ninja coming back, which that's a great game. Mark of the Ninja is very good. Uh, I highly recommend playing Mark of the Ninja. Fantasy Strike? I don't know. Uh, some of these, I I don't know if they're actually ports or not. I know Mark of the Ninja is. Fantasy Strike is a port or not? I want to say I've heard the name before, but looking at the pictures, I didn't recognize it. Okay, I'm going to probably say it's new then, because I, I had heard the name too, so that's why I'm getting confused. It's new. Just Shapes and Beats? This game looks awesome. Yep. This is new. I actually have a friend who's got music in the game, so... Oh, okay. So we can't trust your opinion on it at all then. True. Exactly. Yep. I am very colored by it. Also, this has been in like at, in, at cons as a demo for like the past, I don't know, how many years now? Okay. I've never heard of this. So... Uh, but this had like a it's single like a, it's player, like a four player rhythm saying. platformer. Okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or I wouldn't call it platformer. Like it's just dodging like the beats, basically. It's described they, as uh, a musical th- bullet hell. Yeah, the my favorite thing was for the bonus stage they had the Mortal Kombat theme from the from the movie. Okay. So like the yelling and everything, yeah, yeah. and all the attacks in the stage were like Mortal Kombat themes. So like people would just be flying out doing bicycle kicks and stuff like that, trying to kill you. Very cool. Yeah, this game looked cool. I think it has like a single player mode and stuff. If I remember yeah. what they said. Uh, I don't remember this game. Garage? Oh, yeah. VHS-era B-movies Yeah, is what they're drawing from. It's a top-down dual joystick shooter. 
type thing. Right. Yeah, this is an Adult Swim Games one, isn't it? Um, nope. That's that this next one, one, which also looks cool. Pool Panic, which seems like a pool, like a billiards, like, kind of RPG thing. 100 levels, players will take aim in cities, jungles, and deserts solo or with up to four friends in local multiplayer. Uh, and it's a it's a pool game and it, it looked zany and weird. This is the Adult Swim one. Yep. I'm I'm looking forward to that. It looks real good. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb Chicken. That looked fun. Bomb uh, Chicken. Weird like puzzle platform where you're a chicken that lays bombs. Is this new? Uh, I want to say okay, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my words back. It seems like there's a lot less ports than I remembered. Yeah. Uh, bomb chicken yep this uh, does look fun holy shit yeah this next game though i think everyone kind oh of my got god about yeah uh, luminous remastered yeah i'm in uh, i'm so in hd it's remake the PS1 of the psp, the PSP soundtrack yeah so it's got shining and it's got shit i'm just happy because i never had a psp so here we go I'm so in. Uh, but there were tons of consoles Luminous games. But though. I didn't yeah, have there was a one on the Vita. The Vita one is the, <laughs> is the first game I got on my Vita. Yeah. Uh, and there's also that one on phones that's either free or like a dollar with in-app purchases. I think you have to pay, I think you have to pay for skins on that one. Yeah. I think that was how that oh, one works. Uh, I also understand they're going to they do some cool stuff with the HD rumble because huh. uh, it's Mizuguchi, right? And uh I guess at GDC he was getting people to like put the Joy Cons under their feet or wherever they might. Mm-hmm. I also understand you can just connect more Joy Cons to it if you want more things to vibrate while you're uh, playing Luminous. Great, um, which sounds right up this guy's alley, yep. and I'm glad that's an option. Yep. Uh, this one's kind of cool. Both the Reigns games are coming in one package. That's really good. Uh, yep. So Reigns, Kings, and Queens. Reigns is a fantastic uh, mobile game, so I would recommend that. Yep. Agreed. Lightfall, which I don't remember much about this one, except I think I thought it looked cool. So that's yeah, another game. I'm just coming. taking a look at it right now, actually. It looks like a hard platformer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm in. Which one was this one? Lightfall. Oh, yeah, that one looks a little weird, but interesting. West of Loathing? Oh, God, I can't believe this got a port, but I guess people like the game. I don't remember Pode at all. Pode. Yeah, I Pode. don't. I'm not sure what that is. I'm trying to find I, gameplay. I must have it. zoned out for these next few because I don't remember any of these. The Messenger. Yeah. Messenger looks really good. That is not a port. It's coming out at the same time on Steam. Wait, Messengers. <laughs> is Messenger just actually Ninja Gaiden? <laughs> It's, it looks like it. It's yeah. <laughs> That's super dope. I'm so into that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bad North. I don't remember this one either. Bad North. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea what yeah, this is. I don't is. remember this one. Oh, and they. That's right. They ended the show by announcing Banner Saga three, oh. as well as Banner Saga one and two coming to the Switch. Sure. <clears throat> so good for them. Yeah. Uh, pretty good overall. Some good stuff here. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yep. Some things to look forward to for sure. Yep. Uh, things that are not Smash. Uh, <laughs> we got a teaser for a new Sonic racing game, which oh. I'm excited for because those racing games are great. And it's just a very teasery teaser trailer. There's not much in there. Oh, okay. Uh, although <laughs> I'm, I thought, um, never mind. 
I thought it was the actual like Sonic rate. Yeah, yeah. Sonic yeah. R. I thought it was. I was Sonic gonna make R. a joke. I was gonna say like they did in the teaser only highlight an R, so maybe this is a Sonic R sequel. I would be I mean, into no it. Way that's the case. I'd be into it. Come hey, on. Hey, those Sonic racing games are fantastic kart racers. It is the same studio too. I yeah. believe it is Sumo Digital because no, yeah. this was teased a couple weeks. It back. totally like, is. I, yeah. I will. I will play this. I will play an, another Sonic racing game. Those are good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Mania Plus was announced, um, which is going to have a physical version as well of Sonic Mania. It also has two new characters. Okay, who does um, it have? Well, new, air quote. Uh, who are these characters? Ray, Ray the Squirrel and Mighty the Armadillo, oh. if I remember correctly. Ray the Squirrel is from the Sega Sonic arcade game, which we never got out over here. And Mighty the Armadillo is from Knuckles Chaotix, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. I'll take your word on it. Let's see. Um... Two new playable characters, Mighty and Ray, all new in Encore mode, expanded four-player uh, competition mode, and deluxe packaging. Ooh, I'm happy they're bringing back competition mode, and hopefully it's good. It's competition mode. Competition mode was the multiplayer mode they put in Sonic 3, where it was like, it was race mode. You like had a, like a little mini platforming stage you ran through. You had to do like five laps of it, and then that's what dictated who won. Was like you raced through the lap five times. Okay, but there were power ups you could use to mess with the other player, and uh, I think there were switches you could hit to mess with other people's tracks in general. Okay, so a four player version of that would actually be really yeah. fun. All right, well that's coming uh, this summer. Cool. I probably won't buy that game again, but yeah, that's cool. I'm with you. Uh, I believe actually you get that content either for free or for cheap if you already have Sonic Mania. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. This is a. There's not a lot of news here, but THQ Nordic is teaming up with Nickelodeon to bring some of their properties back. They have a whole list of them. I'm just going to list off some of these that are uh, worth attention. Uh Wild Thornberries. So you just skipped to the bottom of this list? That might be the best one here. Rugrats. Rocket Power? No, Rocco's Modern Rocco's Life Modern is better Life? than all of those. So wait, what are they doing with this exactly? I know THQ used to have the uh, the IPs for these. They're they're just saying like that they would like to continue making games with these, so they've teamed up with Nickelodeon to start making games with uh, from these properties again. No Rocco, really? I guess because the new movie or whatever it is. Is there a new Rocco's Modern Life movie? Yeah, did you not know that? No, I knew they did that. There was the um, Hey Arnold one. Yeah, the Rocco's getting either like a, a mini series or like a Netflix movie or something. Okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, there are plenty of titles in this list that are not coming back, like Danny Phantom. That's and, fair. And uh, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. Uh, My Life as a Teenage Robot, all of which are great shows. Oh, man. I uh, didn't realize that was Nickelodeon. Invader Zim. Everyone likes Invader Zim. Uh, anyway, these are probably going to be for kids, unfortunately, and they probably won't be very good, but I like he- reading news stories where something new might be coming from these properties. Yep. Danny, Danny Phantom was awesome. And then uh, this one's for John. Uh, Yakuza Kwame 2 was announced, and it's Hooray. coming out August 28th. Hooray. So does that... It just unfortunately means I have to wait like five months before I actually... So I was going to ask, what is, play you, that. does that change your mind? Are you no longer going to start two? You're just going to wait for Kwame two? That's a long time to wait, though, is the problem. So no, we might not. just go ahead anyway. That's five months! Okay. I don't think that's that long. It's less than half a year. 
That's barely less than half a year. Anyway, uh, that's the news. Yeah. Let's get some questions done. Yeah. Uh, people want to send questions in. What can they do, John? Uh, top down perspective at gmail.com. TDP podcast on Twitter. Top down perspective on Facebook and my P.O. box. Very true. He was reading out the first one because Sean was looking. Oh, down. I can read it out. Hexville Phantom Shadow War. Wow. All right. If you could pick a couple of video game characters, who would be one, a good friend, two, your rival, and three, your enemy? Who would they be and what sort of adventure would you go on with them? Nathan Drake, Nathan Drake, and Nathan Drake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good friend. I mean, your good friend could be your rival. Usually, yeah. yeah. My good friend is going to be the Blob from Boy and His Blob. Okay, that's pretty good. That is also a good choice. That's a really friend. good one. Many hugs will be had. Paul, um, do you have a friend? I want my friend to be Mega Man. Okay. Also a good choice. Okay. I love Mega Man. All right, Rival. Uh, well, who would our rival be? Who would me and Mega Man go up against? Dr. Wily? Well, he'd be it's the enemy, obvious. I think. Yeah, Pro- yeah. Proto Man? Proto Man's real good. I like Proto Man. Hmm. <clears throat> My rival is going to be Mouser. Okay. From Super Mario Bros. 2. Yep. That's a good choice. All right. Yeah. Are you sticking with Nathan Drake, John? Actual answer, I would love to hang out with Nathan Drake. He seems like a fun guy. Uh, actual rival. Hmm. Rival might be tricky, though. Rival's hard, because my enemy's going to be Mother Brain for, from Super Metroid. Okay. I'd probably say Seto Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> All right. Because fuck it. If, if you're going to go in, go all in. Sure. Have a fucking rich asshole. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then, Paul, you already said... You, probably, you, need, you still need a rival, Paul. Uh, Gary from Pokemon. Okay. You know what? That was my second <laughs> answer. Okay. And enemies now. Mother Brain. You said Mother Brain, yeah. Yeah. Bob the Goldfish from Earthworm oh. Jim, because he's not really that hard to fight, all things considered. I'm going to go with... The mom from that one mini game in Game and Wario, where you're trying to play <laughs> games under your covers, and the mom is trying to like get you, and she's actually like Satan or whatever. Sean, I think you need to take the next I, question. I can take the next question. Green Fantastic writes in and says, "Last week I got my first speeding ticket while listening to the podcast in the car. What is the coolest crime you've committed?" <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll say, when we got this question last week, we like all laughed out loud. Yeah, this is a pretty good it question. Was, it's a good question. The coolest crime, well. coolest crime. Um, I've snuck into a cemetery when it was closed. That's pretty. Cool. And then was immediately kicked out from the cop that was there. Did you do a one man mosh to some punk music over some graves? Uh, nope. Yep. Uh, me and my friend snuck in, and the cop just like immediately saw us, so we didn't do anything in there, unfortunately. Nothing that we were really impressed. Pl- there was a cop watching the the cemetery, so that kids like us don't sneak into it. <laughs> <laughs> what were I'm you sure that happens like there? all the time. 
I think we were just like hanging out. I don't know. Let's we yeah, just gonna hang out. I don't know. What do kids do? Hang out. Yeah, they hang out. That's true. Coolest crime. Hmm. That might be like my only crime, so I'm glad I had like one answer. Okay. Because I wouldn't know what to say besides that. I've had a few things I don't want to talk about. All I've got are speeding tickets. Yeah. Well, then don't talk about them. I'm not going to. They're not really that cool either way. I was going to say, that's how you know they are cool, though, because you can't talk about them. (laughs) No, they're pretty. They're pretty embarrassing. (laughs) All right. Paul's Paul's saying, keeping hush. And John, did you say you didn't have a crime? Speeding tickets. That's all I got. Speeding tickets. All right. Yeah. Uh, John, do you want to take this next one? I can't. Okay. All right. Paul, do you want to take this next one? Yeah. Dead in Sky writes in and says, the internet shuts down tomorrow and you have the chance to archive anything you posted, created, commented, uploaded, anything you've made. However, no other details would be available. For example, in a conversation, you wouldn't be able to back up the other person's comments. What would you want to back up? I know my answer for this. Okay. Everything, I don't care about anything I've done on the internet because I don't treat the internet like real life. Does this, in, does this include, like, um, stuff I've saved on, like, cloud storage? Because, like... It makes, it makes it more sound like things you've on done. On cloud storage, so like, yes. Work. On your PC, no. Because your stuff still exists, but there's no connection. Because, like, I have a lot of photos in, like, Dropbox that I would want to collect. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, but if we're thinking things I've like made, like, I guess the answer would be if I could somehow get all the licenses for all the PC games I have so I could actually fucking play them offline. Sure. (laughs) That's true. I don't know how you'd be able to do that. I don't think you could. Hasn't Steam said that if anything was ever going to happen, they have like a button where like you would just get your games. Oh, dope. Then yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, they said that. I don't know if they're going to stick to that. Yeah. How? When, yeah, when would that ever happen? Um, I mean, I already had, like, I was thinking the podcast, but I have all the audio episodes saved. Yep. There's no way I'd be able to get all the video. But do, I don't know if I really need all that. You don't. I don't think anyway. Yeah, I think one or the other usually. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I mean, I have backups of the of the audio on my computer, so that part's safe. Yeah, I guess that's the thing is that anything I really care about that's online I have like three backups of in different things, so I'm probably fine. What about you, John? God, I don't know. I've done so much online at this point. I guess all my stream archives, so at least I have like proof that I did all this to begin with. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the next one <clears throat> from Chrono Square. Uh,. Oh, is it too much to ask what the morning and evening pre-bed routines are like for the crew? I'm especially interested in any acquired techniques over time for coping with the disturbance a con can introduce to sleep habits. Chaos, getting to sleep on time in a different time zone, then back to normal, etc. So what's your guys' uh, morning and evening routines? Um, uh, Go to bed. Wake up from bed. Like, I, I, I literally do not. Have, the only thing I have for a routine in the morning is just like lying in bed reading Twitter. 
Sure. I, that's probably, like, that's I, actually I'll, like my I'll do that th- morning and go before bed routine is like, that's how I like, it, like I'm still groggy and I'm like trying to wake up. So I'm just like on my phone scrolling through Twitter until I'm awake. Yeah. And then when I'm going to bed, it's like, I'm just kind of like waiting to like get a little more tired. I'm just like chilling and I'll just like f- catch up on Twitter or whatever. Sure. I'll read uh, my emails in the morning to make sure I didn't miss out on anything like important or anything I have to do. Wait, like work emails? No. Oh, God, no. I don't care about work emails until I get to yeah, work. Yeah, I was like, because I don't get a lot of emails that aren't just like annoying, like, hey, your thing is shipped. Oh, really? Like spam? Yeah. Yeah, most of my emails like I are I do not need to check right away. Yeah, I check that socials, get up, brush teeth, shower, get dressed and make a thing of coffee and leave for work. That's my morning. Yeah. So I'm I'm socials, get up, dressed, uh, breakfast, and then I make my lunch for that day. Leave. Come when I'm when I when I'm my evening is. Gym. No, no, it's it's I come home, I have dinner, then I go to the gym, then I come back then I have second dinner. Then I just like play games until I like go to bed. Okay. Or like watch Netflix until I go to bed. Okay. He's freaking out in the chat saying these answers help me none. So at a convention. I mean, what is, what is he looking at a convention? For, I when I wake up, I wake up whenever I want. Cause I'm on vacation. I take a shower, grab some free breakfast at whatever hotel I'm staying at and then go to the convention. That's my morning. Yeah, mine's pretty much the same as it would be if I was home. Like if I'm on a, if I have to get up for an event or something, I'll get up early. Yep. I'll get breakfast, I'll read Twitter and catch up on the news and then I'll just go. And at night, I'll just watch TV and hang out with Reese until we're both ready to fall asleep. When I'm out somewhere with friends or something though, um definitely at nighttime there's drinking, so that becomes a thing. Uh that screws up my sleep schedule and stuff, especially at conventions. Um, I guess the thing you should do then is drink lots of water, maybe take an aspirin before you fall asleep to make sure your head doesn't hurt in the morning and lots of emergency when you can. Yeah, like keeping hydrated is probably the most important yeah. thing. As for like adjusting to time zone differences and stuff like that, just go to bed a little earlier stuff like that like yeah. try to you'll naturally just readjust it's not complicated especially really. if, if you can if you can sleep easily already yeah. you'll just naturally fall in and out of it so i traveled a bunch for for quidditch and i'm trying to think like what i do differently on like those days and stuff yeah i think i think the, th- the things i always do i always bring a set of earplugs with me because i don't know how noisy the place will be or the people i'm sharing yeah. the room with yeah. how noisy they might be sure but I always make sure i have earplugs to help me sleep um and I make sure to get a good breakfast because I don't know yep. when lunch will be or if lunch will be uh, good in any way. So I always try to have like a usual, like pretty big breakfast, especially at a con for sure. Yeah, because you yeah. might not be eating till supper. So, yeah. Or if you do end up eating, you're going to have to sh- give out like a ton of money and you might not want to do that. Or it might be a ton of money for like a small sandwich or something. Yeah. Yep, for sure. And then, like, the time uh, zone thing, unless it's, like, a big time zone change, 
you'll adjust easily. Like one or two hours is nothing like 12 and up. That's a different story, I guess. But yeah, when it's been like one or two hours, like when I go back to my parents, I usually try not to change my sleep schedule. Mm -hmm. I just like end up staying awake an extra hour and then sleeping an extra hour. Like I stick to my. Yeah, my time zone. If it is bigger, though, I just power through until it's supposed to be time to bed. And then I'm probably very tired so I can go to bed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Paul, you got this next one then? Uh, yes. VGC Kenny says, if there was an open world game that took place in Calgary, what would the story be about? And would you play it? Maybe about wrestling. What? Yeah. Yeah. Calgary's actually really famous for wrestling. I have, ne- I have never rodeos. heard that. Really? Brett the yeah, Hitman It's famous Hart? for both wrestling and rodeos. I've, well, I've heard the rodeo one. Yeah. What wrestling is it famous for? Uh, WWE. Yeah. Why? Why is what does Calgary have that makes it is that where WWE started or something? No, it's like the whole like a lot of famous wrestlers came out of Calgary. And oh. then there's also Bret Hart, Owen Hart, like the whole Hart Foundation. Like literally like a giant troop of wrestlers from like the 80s and 90s. Okay. Even past that came from Calgary. I did not know that. I think before that it would be rodeo stuff. And no, I would not play that game. Yeah. Um, The story that happens is you have to make the Flames win the Stanley Cup (laughs) by any means necessary. And no, I wouldn't play it because everybody (laughs) knows that's an impossible feat. (laughs) uh kimberly writes got my first pokemon go related injury today nothing fun twisted my ankle and skinned my knee my best friend was surprised when i whipped out some medical supplies from my car and bandaged my knee this made me wonder if you guys ever got any bad injuries from playing video games before sean can also include quidditch so i guess we can include sports yeah i was gonna say wait what which is pretty different yeah. which is pretty different um, that is a big leap there also is there any skills you've done in front of a best friend that surprised them maybe i don't know okay let's stick it with video games first because once okay. you got sports in that's that's so different yep yeah for any sure. video game injuries um i've got one on playstation 2 uh for the Dragon Ball Z Budokai games, you would have to r- rotate the analog sticks to like power up different attacks. Yeah, and I ripped through so many holes in my palms doing yeah. that. Um, Mortal Kombat on the Super Nintendo. Test your might. Uh, ruined my thumb to the point where I couldn't touch it for like a couple days. What about you, John? Um. Probably some like falling playing connect or something like that. I can't think of much. Uh, I do realize I have some related to selling games. That's about it. I, I want to hear you that an injury story. from we, selling a game. Well, we used to work at EB Games, and uh, at one point I had I was the only person on shift, so I had to run to the back to grab the phone or something like that. I think it was left in the back, and we had a safe that was welded to the ground right next to where you entered oh, the door. No. Oh, God. And I slammed my knee right into it and basically had to limp for about a week oh, because of it. that it was sucks. Great. I don't remember that safe at all. Okay. Yeah, because we rarely used it. That was the other problem. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, if you add sports. Uh, I mean, I've broken my ankle, so- ankle multiple times playing soccer. 
Okay. Softball to the groin. Oh. Ouch. I think my worst was uh, I got tackled and I got this weird thigh like uh, ligament damage. And at the moment, someone kneed my knee, but it was the side of my knee. So my knee's not great at the moment either. Yeah. Standard getting hit in the face every now and then by a ball. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That just happens. But that's not even that bad. Nope. I mean, I guess it depends on the ball, I should say. Yeah. Um, so. Any skills you've done in front of a best friend that surprised them? This is very open. Um, I can't. Uh, probably. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I um, hope is probably I the hope, right answer. I hope I have a, some kind of talent that was surprising. I don't. I can't think of anything. How about you guys? Uh, like playing guitar, probably. Okay. Or just music in general. Back in the day, when I did that sort of thing, when I had talent and dreams. Uh, John, can you read emails yet? I could until the cat jumped on the keyboard. Okay, let me try. Um, if something magically disappears from the document, I apologize. I think you're okay. Professor Mitchell says I just bought some DLC at a price that I thought was a little too high, despite being on sale. I did so because I du- I doubted I would be able to get it at this price level at least anytime soon. So I feel like asking this: How much do you all think is too much to ask for DLC and/or expansions relative percentage-wise to the price of the base game? That entirely depends on how much content is in the expansion. Yeah, I feel like if I if I like the the content, there almost isn't a price that's too high, unless it's like absurd, like a thousand dollars. Um, I don't know. I don't think many DLC should be over twenty bucks. Mm. Just in general, but again, again, like that depends on the length. Like if it's longer than the main game, then yes, I would be willing to pay more. There's a, lo- a lot of expansions that have come out at like thirty. Sure, I'm saying DLC. I feel like I feel like that's a good industry average. Yeah, I, I can twenty to thirty. I guess like I have a different idea of what DLC and expansions are. Even though like everything, and, and again, it de- it depends on what it is. Cosmetics, fuck no. Uh, actual like decent chunk of length of game, probably. I would just well, consider I mean, that you an put expansion, money then. into uh the Overwatch cosmetics though, didn't you, John? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. How much? How if you want to say how much you put in and how much would be like too much? See, see, here's the problem. I had people that were like, "Here, here's money to actually do this." So that's I'm not. That's not the a best yeah, example. A great for example. Um. But I mean, I don't know about you guys. I don't have any like specific rule percentage wise where it's like if this goes over 50 percent of how much I paid for the game. No way. Mm. No, if it if it's worth it, then I don't care, basically. Yeah. And also it depends like how long I'm playing the game. Like if they keep supporting the game with more and more new content, like I will continue to buy that new content. And here's the thing. Most people at this point will just be like, all right, well, they're just going to make a new game anyways. So they'll make the sequel like. Uh, all right, I think, uh, Paul, I think you're up. Yep. Eduardo asks, if you were to theory, theor- oh my god, I can't speak. If you were to theoretically <laughs> theorize, yep, play every video game in existence, what percent do you think you would enjoy? And I think the answer is like 5 to 10%, because there's a lot of fucking garbage out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the problem. The garbage weighs down that average. Way, yeah. Considering, I'm like, gonna go a bit higher than that. I'm gonna say about a third, because I oh, bet there's wow. plenty of games that I've never even thought I would like that okay. will surprise me. That's super. I'm optimistic. gonna say, I'm gonna say a fifth, twenty percent. Okay. As someone who actually collects games and like tries to collect all for a system, yeah, you kind of get used to the ratio of what's good versus what's bad, and then there's the mediocre, which is like kind of levels it out a bit. So I would probably say twenty. Are either of you considering the fact that anybody can just make a game and game maker though? Now I am not. I'm going to tell you. I'm basically not even thinking about like PC. Okay, game that's all era. I'm thinking. And there's a lot of garbage indie the, fucking trash. If, if we're adding just that, then yes, you're right. It's a single digit number. It might be less than 1%. Because they're like asset flips, all of the like, you would have to play even college student like the, uh, exam stuff that they had to do or practicums. He's saying every video game in existence. I think that percent is less than 1%. I don't think it's less than one. I, I probably would lower my number after reconsidering this, but I, I don't think it's that low. Uh, I like a lot of games that I play, so, I mean, it's rare where I'm just like, I dislike this game. Right. Uh, all right, last one. David says, I was wondering, do y'all have any books or types of books you like to read? Do you have any good recommendations? Thanks. I hope y'all have a great week, and I can't wait to play Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I kind of can't either. That <laughs> comes, comes out tomorrow. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, I like nonfiction. I like biographies and nonfiction type stuff. I've, I've read some biographies. Those are fine. I like fiction, though. I like sci- science fiction, if I had to just, like, pick a genre. Okay. Um, Mass Effect books are pretty good. They're fun. Yeah, I like those quite a bit. Um recommendations i like uh there's a book called wool it's a science fiction book i like quite a bit i would recommend okay i don't have any recommendations but i'm into detectives and uh some mysteries and science fiction Ooh. okay all right uh, if you guys want to send questions for next week it's top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter uh the facebook group the discord channel and john's p.o box my game of the week is Burnout Paradise Remastered. I can't believe it. Oh, man. My game of life is Burnout Paradise. <laughs> um, Mine's Payday 2, because I played that with some friends, and that game is just fun. Okay. And mine's super hot. Nice. nice. Uh, just a heads up, uh, the user submission poll on our Patreon for the... Uh, Blue Eyes by Dragon Tear is going to be ending about tomorrow morning. Basically, so if you're listening to the audio version of this, it's probably too late. Um, if you've been watching us live, this is your last evening to put that up uh, as the poll will be starting tomorrow for you guys to vote on what we will be playing in April, uh, which means next week after this show, we will be doing our Into the Breach podcast. Uh, so get excited for that if you are a patron uh because you should be getting that yeah soon so look forward to that podcast i'll add on to that by the way uh the live show schedule is gonna change oh yeah yeah, i'll probably be doing fridays 
Yeah, most likely. Yep. Uh, for the next few months or whatever it is. It may be a better time for some people, because I know it's a little late for some people when we Maybe. do this. It's but. a worse time for me, but, you know. <laughs> okay. All right. All good. All right. That's the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This was Night very everybody. long. See you guys. See ya.